The election process went pretty well in Pennsylvania this week, with two exceptions. And federal dollars are headed to ease the affordable housing crunch in the Commonwealth. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Thursday, November 9th, and this is being recorded at 9.11 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started. The Secretary of State says Election Day went pretty smoothly for the most part. Sydney Roach with our partner WPSU in State College reports on the two major problems that popped up. The main issue happened in Northampton County, according to Secretary of State Al Schmidt. He says a human error appeared to swap the votes in the Superior Court judge retention questions. Schmidt says it was only a labeling mistake by the voting system vendor ESNS. While county officials have said the error did not affect the tabulation of votes, we will be following up with both Northampton County and ESNS in the coming days to determine why the error was not identified prior to Election Day. Now, another issue surfaced in Delaware County where a bomb threat investigation at Radnor High School forced that polling place to close. It was then moved to the Radnor Elementary School and voting hours were extended by one hour until 9 p.m. Schmidt says it's difficult to say how overall turnout went, especially because of people who voted before Election Day. Eligible registered voters requested more than one million mail-in and absentee ballots. Voters in Reading are eliminating a key license requirement for the city's public works director. My colleague Gabriela Martinez reports the move is intended to make it easier to fill a long open position. A question about this issue was on the ballot Tuesday. It asked voters, should the city's home rule charter be amended to eliminate the requirement for the public works director to be a professional engineer and instead create a requirement that the city designate a person registered as a professional engineer to serve as the city engineer? The measure passed by a nearly two-to-one margin. In 2021, a similar referendum failed. The city says in a news release it has struggled to fill the position because of the requirement dictated by Reading's Home Rule Charter. The position has been vacant for two years. First Lady Jill Biden has visited Pittsburgh to talk about job creation in Allegheny County. Abby Yoder, with our partner WESA in Pittsburgh, has the details. Biden was joined by acting U.S. Labor Secretary Julie Sue, Mayor Ed Ganey, and other local leaders. Today, you're still transforming, turning old steel mills into a training center for the jobs of the future. The First Lady introduced a panel discussion about apprenticeship programs, career pathways into robotics, cybersecurity, and advanced manufacturing, and plans within the region to generate more than 1,000 new jobs. Earlier this year, the Biden administration chose Pittsburgh as one of five workforce hubs across the country to drive workforce development. So when I got into the office this morning, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to put on your radar as I do each and every weekday morning because they cover issues that may impact you and your community in the future. So here's what I found and here's what you need to know. Some $98 million in federal funding will be used in Pennsylvania to help deal with an affordable housing shortage. The York Daily Record reports the money will be used to support the creation and preservation of more than 3,000 homes. 
Some will go to construction projects for new apartments and other homes, but another goal is to safeguard the Commonwealth's existing stock of affordable housing. So an example is York County. It will receive about $1.6 million to preserve 28 homes in New Freedom Apartments, where the monthly rent for a three-bedroom apartment ranges from about $920 to a little over $1,000. Units preserved or built with assistance from the program have to remain affordably priced for at least two decades. Now, Pennsylvania is suffering from a shortage of roughly 267,000 homes for extremely low-income households. That's according to the National Low-Income Housing Coalition. Police say a man made terroristic threats after showing up at a Harrisburg polling location this week with a gun. WGAL reports 74-year-old David Lassiter faces charges that include terroristic threatening. He reportedly called police first, saying someone took $100 from a wallet he had left at a polling location on Derry Street. Officers say he caused a big scene inside the church and pointed an unloaded firearm at an unoccupied police cruiser. When police searched his vehicle, they found a rifle, four pistols, a revolver, and a shotgun. The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, I ask that you share it with your friends and on your social media channels and help us spread the word about this podcast. You know, I forgot to mention this yesterday when I was driving into work. I heard it. I heard it. The very first Christmas song of the season. It was from Sheryl Crow. I don't even remember the title right now because I quickly changed the channel so hopefully you have a song of the day that you want to listen to that you are listening to let me know what it is and you can reach me on twitter or blue sky i'm at t lambert 895 on both of those platforms or you can email me tim underscore lambert at witf.org and we hope you check out our monthly spotify playlist we start one each month and they're aptly titled like this month's The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, November 2023. That's how you can find it. And you'll find my pick for the song of the day today, Where the Streets Have No Name, from U2. That is going to do it right now for The Morning Agenda. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. I always appreciate your company. Be well, enjoy the rest of this day, and we'll talk again tomorrow.